Okay, we're holding on Chavtes Amid Aleph. We began the Gemara in which discussed that when the Mishnah said that the Tapuach, that the center ash pile was 300 core, that was an exaggeration. Rava, Smakim and Lamed taught us that as well, we find other times that of such exaggerations, of a guzma, for example, where it's when it says that the carbon tamid drank from a cup of gold, that was as well an exaggeration. And Rav Ami taught us, and that was the line that we concluded with, the Torah sometimes speaks in exaggeratory terms. The Nevi'im speak in exaggeratory terms. And the Chachamim as well speak in exaggeratory terms. And now we bring the Raya to all these cases. We're about 15 lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara that the Torah speaks in exaggeratory terms. Where do we find such a thing? Says the Gemara. You know where we find it? By the Miraglim. It says in Devarim, with regard to the size of Eretz Yisrael, large cities that went all the way up to heaven. Says the Gemara. Do you actually think that the cities were in heaven? Ella Guzma. Rather, what must it mean? It must mean it's exaggeratory. So again, that's a raya that the Torah itself speaks in such, speak in such terms. Now we have a raya that the Chachamim speak in exaggeration. That which we said in our Mishnah. That what? That the Tapuach, that the center of Hashib was 300 core. As well as Vishkas, the Tamid of Kishal Zav, says that the Tamid who drink from a cup of gold. Where do we find that the Nevi'im, where in Nach, do we find exaggerations? The Pasuk in Malachim teaches us with regard to Shleimah HaMelech becoming king, the coronation of Shleimah HaMelech. It says, all the people came, and what does it say? That they they were playing pipes, etc., and the earth broke open due to the sound of the instruments. Of course, does it mean that actually the earth broke open? Absolutely not. Rather, says the Gemara, that's the raya that we find in Nach, exaggerations. Three times the Chachamim Spoke in exaggerations. What are the three times? Elohim Tapuach, as we've seen. And then there's a case of a Geffen and a case of a Paroiches. The case of the Geffen and the Paroiches. The Paroiches is the curtain that separates between the Kaidish and the Kaidish HaKadashim inside the base of Mikdash. And the Geffen, the vine, we'll see in a moment. Says the Gemara of Yanai Barnachmini Amr Shmuel, when he's telling us that there's these three times the Chachamim speak. In exaggeration, this is coming This is coming to exclude from Rava. We learned in a Mishnah. Or five lines from the bottom of Aleph that the Mishnah taught us that the carbon tamid, as we've seen, 
drinks from a cup of gold. The Amar Rava and Rava taught Guzma. The animal didn't actually drink from a cup of gold. Kamash Malon. So when Riviana Barnachlini Amar Shmuel says the three cases of Tapuach Kevin and Paraiches, he means to say honey in Hasam Loi. Why? Why does Rav Shmuel Barnachlini Rav Yanni Barnachlini excuse me Amar Rav Yenison not agree with the case of the carbon drinking Bekoshalzov. Sounds like a crazy exaggeration. What does he learn in the Mishnah? Says the Gemari note, he says, Ein anios mashiros. An incredible term. What does that mean? What that means is the Gemari is teaching us that Rav Yanni Ben Achmini and Rav actually holds that the carbon tamid did indeed drink from a kaishal zav. What does that mean? The animal drink from a kaishal zav, from a golden cup? Yes! Why? It's the Beis Amigdash. Ein anios b'mokam ashiros. When you're in the king's house, everything is opulent. Even the animals will drink from a golden cup. And therefore, Rabbi Yanni Bar Nachmini Amr Shmuel held that even the carbon tamid in the Beis Amigdash Indeed, drink from a golden cup, says the Gemara. Now let's explain the three cases of Rav Yehuda Three lines from the bottom. Tapuach, we know that one is Hadamarim. We've seen that already. That's the ash pile in the middle of the mizbeach, being three hundred core. Gefen, the vine. Titania, we learned in a brayse. Gefen zav, haisa medes al pesach There was a golden vine. Says the Mishnah Midais that stood at the entrance. Of the Heichal, the entrance of the Beis Hamikdash, Umudla Al Gabe Kolin Sais, and it hung upon posts. Chalmish Shemis Nadev Aleha, and anyone who wanted to bring a golden leaf to the Beis Hamikdash, as we turn over to Chavtes Amid Beis, if you wanted to bring a golden leaf, Oy Garagir, or you wanted to bring a golden grape, Oy Eshkol, or a cluster of grapes, what would you do? Mayvivitaylebay. You're allowed to bring golden items, and the kohanim would hang it on the vine. And Amr Avlazbrav Sadaik, Maisa Haya, there was a story. And there were 300 kohanim that had to pick up this golden vine to move it. Why? Because of its incredible weight. That this golden vine, with all the golden donations of people, everyone wanted a chilek to have their golden leaf, to have their golden grape at the entrance to the Beis HaMikdash. So where's the guzma? The guzma is not what you would think. You hear this, you think, you know what the guzma is? Was there really a golden vine? Really? I could come to the Beis HaMikdash with a golden leaf? That's not a guzma, that's not an exaggeration. Yes! It's the Beis HaMikdash. Imagine Hashem's house. Indeed, you could bring a golden leaf. Indeed, you could bring a golden vine. So what was the exaggeration? The exaggeration was that it says it took 300 kohanim to move it. That's too much. 300 people to move one ornament, to move one item. Think about it. Even, even a tremendous door, even a, a something extremely heavy, 10 people, 20 people, 300 people. That part was the exaggeration. And finally, the third case, the third case was Paraiches. What's the case of the exaggeration of the Paraiches? 
Says the Gemara, we are four lines from the top of Chavtasim Abayz, the Tanan. Rashba Goimer says, Rav Shimon Gamliel, Mishim Rav Shimon Askan. In the name of Rav Shimon Askan, which is actually very interesting, that Rav Shimon Gamliel is quoting Rav Shimon, who was a Kayin Gadol himself. So if you want to quote something about the Beis Amigdash, an incredible source, Mishim Rav Shimon Askan, Paroiches, the Paroiches that separated between the Kaidash and the Kaidash HaKadoshim was of your Tefach. His thickness was a Tefach. Al Shivin Ushnayim Nimin Ereges. It was woven from 72 different strands, 72 threads made up the weave. Va'al Kol Nima Venima. Esrim v'arabo'o chutin. It was 24 strands, which if you think about it is absolutely wild. To give you a perspective, if you take your tzitzis, your tzitzis are eight strings, which are really four strings, right? Each string of your tzitzis is not one. If you take your tzitzis and you slowly, gently twist it, you'll notice that really your tzitzis is made up of multiple, multiple strings. Everyone know what I'm talking about? If, you, if I go like this and I keep on untwisting it, I'll see that each string is made up of about three or four little strings. And that's why my, my tzitzis are, have some thickness to it. Okay, so if I were to take 72 strands of this type of thickness, it would be pretty thick. But they took 24 strings woven into each string, and then 72 of those strings were woven together to form the parach. It's absolutely incredible. And that's why the thickness was a tefach. A tefach is about eight inches. That means there's a curtain about so thick. The curtain was almost the size, the thickness of a wall. How thick do you think a wall is? This wall on the side over here is probably not even a tefach thick, right? And a curtain woven was that wall, was that thick. Absolutely incredible. Okay, but we didn't get the exaggeration yet. <laughs> that, that was a din. That everyone agreed to, and that was absolutely on this. But, continues the Mishtan Shkalim, Arka, <clears throat> the length <clears throat> of this curtain was Arbanama, 40 amos. Why 40 amos? That's the height of the entrance to the Eichel, about 60 feet, some about. The Rachva Esrim Amo. And the width was, and the width was 20 amos. Umishmoinim Ushtayim Ribua Naasis. And it was made at the cost of. Shmoinim Ushtayim Ribui, 82 ten thousands, which is 820,000 gold dinarim, was the cost to make the Baraychas. And how many Baraychas do they make? You think, okay, such a cost, 820,000. They made one in history. No. Ushtayim Oisim Shana. And every single year they made. Two curtains. Okay, we didn't get to the exaggeration yet. So far, everything has been the din. But the Mishnah now says, If you have to toivel this curtain, this massive 60 feet by, I don't know, um, what's the width? The width is about 40 feet. 60 feet by 40 feet, this massive curtain like a wall. If you have to toivel it in the mikvah, why would you have to tevel it? Let's say it became Tameh. It says they needed 300 people to tevel it. That was the exaggeration. As big as a wall something might be, 
300 people, again, 10 people, 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, 300 people, that was the exaggeration. Okay, so those are all the cases of Guzmais that we've seen throughout Shas. Now we continue. We're at the two dots, approximately 15 lines down. Chavtes, Amid Says the Gemara, quoting the Mishnah, Hechelu, we are now arranging the different pyres, the different fires, the different wood log cabin fires on top of the Mizbeach. Says the Mishnah, as the Gemara now quotes, Hechelu, and we know that this word Hechelu, an interesting word, you have to add in a tough. It's the same word as his chilu. They began, hey chilu, what would they do? Malin begazirin. They would raise up the gazirin, these logs, to arrange the fire on top of the mezbeach, the chulu. Chod, so the Mishnah taught, you're allowed to use all types of wood. Aside for what type of wood are you not allowed to use? Chod, Michel Zayis, Michel Gethin. You're not allowed to use wood of the olive tree, or what of the grapevine? The question is why? Says the Gemara, Honey, my time, uh, what is the reason that wood of eight, wood of, wood of Zayis, wood of Gefen is not allowed to be used? Says the Gemara, two reasons. It's cause they have thick knots inside the wood. Who cares if they have thick knots inside the wood? A thick knotted wood makes the wood not burn as properly, gives, makes all, that it gives off a lot of smoke. And therefore, you cannot use such wood. The reason why you're not allowed to use trees of Zayis, trees of Gefen, because even though they're not, they're not concerned about how it burns, there's a different problem. The problem is, what happens if you have to constantly be cutting down trees for the base of Migdash? You're cutting down olive trees, you're cutting down grapevine trees. You have no olive trees left in the base of Migdash. You have no grapevine trees left in the base of Migdash. And therefore, and therefore, he did not allow them to use such trees for the wood on top of the Mizbeach. Let's finish up right over here. As the Gemara now says, Mesveh will end off with one last kasha. The Gemara says, quotes a Pasuk, Pasuk in Vayikra that says, The Pasuk says that what wood should be used on the, fi- on the, on the Mizbeach the wood that was on the fire, says the Gemara, we darsh in this Balsik, that what type of wood do you have to use? Wood that is that is completely burnt, and it becomes fire. And what type of wood is that? This is branches of shfod, of skewers, which what? Deloi katri. Does not get knots, does not get knots from within. And the Brysa over there continues and says, Yes, this should sound familiar. We quoted this in the Mishnah. With what? With branches of the fig tree. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow. But basically, just to, uh, just to speak out what the kasha is, the kasha is, as we see that this b'risa gave emphasis that what was the nikuda, what was the detail that was necessary when it came to the wood, it was all about the katri, it was all about the knots. 
So we had two different opinions why you cannot use Zayis, why you cannot use Geffen. So according to the opinion of Nats, we understand, but according to other opinion, that's going to be the Kasha. We'll pick it up from here, Pesiyat Deshmaya, in the next Shia.